What's up, y'all? It's Miles the Millennial, the millennial who's actually not a millennial, but is technically still a millennial. And this is Millennials with the Mindset, the podcast where we tell you what you need to hear and not what you want to hear. I am your host, Miles the Millennial. And I'm your co-host, Jalen Nex. And today we getting down and dirty. We're going to talk about the truth and the effects of pornography on people in America today, primarily men. Um, and today, Jalen, I know this is something me and you, we've talked about plenty of times. We've been talking about it since like six, six, seven grade. Man, <laughs> for real. For real. Before we even knew the effects that was happening on us. So I kind of want to start this conversation with us. Um, I'll, I'll kickstart it with my first time ever noticing what porn was and watching it and, and just how I got into that life and how it affected me. And then if you would feel comfortable, I would like you to maybe share how you were introduced to it as well. Of course. So for me, the first time I was ever introduced to porn, man, I was, I had to be, and, and this is really crazy when I say it, I was eight years old the first time wow. I was introduced to porn. Wow. Um, and it, it came through, you know, those, those late night HBO shows, you know, I would, mm-hmm. I would stay up at night and I would watch, you know, my movies and, you know, you That's wake up in the middle of, of the night. Guy. Exactly. You wake up in the middle of the night and you see soft porn showing on your TV screen. And mm-hmm. you're intrigued by it. You you know it's not something you're supposed to be watching. So you so you you're trying to be sneaky. And I remember how it just seemed like something so mature, so adult, so manly mm-hmm. to watch what was happening on that screen. Mm. And I know for me that kick started a a something that's almost been lifelong from that point on through pornography and then the effects that come with it with masturbation to where you know sexual promiscuity was really pushed in my mind Um, my mindset on how sex was supposed to go how women are turned on all these different things were kind of formed by what I saw on my phone and, and on tv screens and I know to this day it has severe effects on me that I'm just now starting to realize and I was only eight so I can you know only imagine the the deep down things that have that have changed about me because of my exposure, and I can only imagine what's happened to you. How how did you, you know, have your first experience with porn, bro? Man, so my first experience was uh, was on accident, and it's crazy how men we become addicted, man, and we have these lifelong struggles um, for things mm-hmm. that we didn't even introduce ourselves to. You know what I mean? That we were introduced to, pre-exposed to. So I think I was maybe like ten, eleven. Um, and I was looking for, I was going to DisneyChannelGames.com. Mm. Um, but I started typing in the Google bar Disney Channel. And what popped up was Disney Channel porn. Mm. Um, and I had no idea what it was. Obviously, in the search history, obviously one of my uh, siblings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> not to put nobody out there. <laughs> yeah. Obviously, one of my siblings had already been exposed. It was doing yeah. anything. Um, but, so I clicked it. And when I clicked it, it was all these naked images of Ariel and 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 and, mm. and Tarzan and, mm. and, and, and uh, Bart and Marge and um, 
you know, and they were the cartoons, but they were these heightened images, you know what I'm saying? Like, the women were extremely busty. The guys had, like, huge penises, and it was the same kind of just pornographic glue. I was like, whoa, what is this? And I remember I even called my brother and was like, bro, what is this? Um, but after that, man, it was just, it, it, it got me, you know? It, it, like, it, like, flipped Planted the switch. It was like, it, like, flipped the switch. I was like, ooh. You know what I'm saying? I don't even remember before then being aroused or you know I remember liking girl but I don't remember like being aroused like anything that was like actual like sexual yep um and so from then man it was just the searches you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. the searches when it was Disney Channel porn so at first it was cartoon stuff cause that was lightweight then it started getting real human stuff then I was looking stuff in Google um and then it was crazy as my ability to research pornography <laughs> began to grow Got you know better. what I'm saying and it's, exactly and you could find away. anything you wanted Exactly, you know what I'm saying. Whether it was celebrities, that whether it was Photoshop pictures of celebrities, or, or all of these different things, I was finding them. Then, you know what I'm saying. Found the yep. Pornhubs, the X videos, the the Yantassies, all of these different things. Um, and then I was introduced to like the entire world and the entire industry. And at that point, it just became this constant cycle of going to the family computer, turning the screen. You know what I'm saying. A little bit mm-hmm. this way, having games up on a, a tab the other, the so other that. Screen. <laughs> right, so that when I clicked out, you know what I'm saying, it would be the games popping up, um, and just trying to turn it down, or trying to put some headphones in, or all of these different things, just to you know get this fixed, or just to watch. And at first, I was just watching for hours on end. I remember you used to just be watching for hours on end, um, and then masturbation didn't come. It didn't come till further down the line. I would say mm-hmm. two, three years yep. of watching pornography, and yep. then that's when I actually started masturbating while watching pornography, but. It was, it's just crazy to me how, like, it became an addiction, but it's something I stumbled on. You know what I'm saying? Something I, I didn't introduce myself, and I wonder, whoever introduced me by leaving in the Google search history, I'm, I'm wondering how they were introduced. Yeah. Man, hearing you talk about that, bro, it sounds like porn is a gateway drug, bro. A gateway, a gateway drug. Bro, it, think about it. You, you're talking about being a, a young boy cartoons you came across cartoon porn do you know what that does to your innocence that literally robs you of your innocence things and creatures and and characters who used to just be fun things that that showed you bright and positive sides of life and 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 just you know kid kid things and you get put in an atmosphere with some very adult stuff with the very images that you thought were you know your play friends and imagine what that makes a kid believe about what's okay, about what's cool, about what is acceptable. And, and you're talking about how it creates an addiction because it's very true. We are addicted to porn. Like, and I'm not just speaking for me and you. Like, I believe the majority of men are addicted to porn. People, I, I, man. You yeah. know, I think, I mean, we deal with it definitely, you know, just because our ability to get off like real quick like yeah. that. But people, a lot of think, people are addicted to porn. Bro, you remember being in high school. Think about this. Even middle school, seventh, eighth grade. And going into high school, if you having, you know, too many problems or you feel like, you know, you stressed out, what would, what would your boys tell you? Man, just go beat one beat off, me. bro. Beat me, bro. You'll be good. You know, go do what you got to do and you'll be we all right. We had conversations man. about our favorite stars, you bro. know, and it was it was a joke how many times we did it, who had done it the most. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? What was the most times, you know, out the day we did it. And what's crazy is it was like there was this there was this bond that was created or there was this, this <laughs> Comfortability. We all thought like that. We were doing it in the dark, and then yeah. we realized that everybody was everybody in the dark. was, was like, doing it. Okay, cool. You know what I'm saying? This is 
something natural, right? This is something that I'm supposed to be doing. And in a sense, for me, I feel better about pornography because I felt like it was keeping me away from early sexual encounters with yeah. women. Yeah. Right. So I thought that I was more righteous in a sense hmm. for right just watching porn in my room than hmm. for having sex early. You know what I'm saying? I might even judge people that was having sex at an early age. Mm. But at the end, but you know what I'm saying? I had my own addiction or I had my own, you know what I'm saying, immorality going. Yep. Um, and I'll be honest. No, I, I won't say that pornography is worse than sex. I think that it's just my struggle more than sex is. Um, so it's just done. It's just done a lot to me. It's just made me feel and change. I'm sure somebody else who has. Um, sexual addiction, you know, it's a physical sexual addiction versus the pornog- pornography addiction. Be like, man, pornography is much better. At least you're not hurting yourself or hurting putting your body on the line. Um, but it, it's just what it does to the brain and the images, right? And being able to get off um, so quickly without, yep. you know, without the help of woman, right? Or just yep. having sex, right? And it not being intimate and it not being used like it's supposed to be used with another person right and then not only just that you're having sex that the images and stuff are so distorted right from like what real sex looks like right the women's bodies are distorted right the way that they treat women on the on pornography you know what i'm saying even the less hardcore stuff is still the way that they treat women and so man it it, it's just it it really is a a bad bad drug and and I'll I'll make the statement. I think in some ways it, it is worse than being sexually addicted in a physical way. And the reason why I say that is, at least with sex, it's real. At least you're doing the natural thing that your body was was put on this earth to do from a biological perspective. You know, you're having that connection with another person, going mm-hmm. through the channels that you were made to go through. Pornography is not real. It, it is not, not what you're supposed to be doing. You weren't put on this earth for you to pleasure yourself in a sexual way. That, that, that's something we found out through time as men. And, of course, before pornography even existed, men would do these things. But, you know, this isn't about porn in and of itself. It, it's more so about the fact that the idea of pleasuring yourself um, through through unnatural means whether that's drugs whether that's you know pornography whether that's food whatever things that aren't are toxic to your body will have innate problems and effects on you later on down the road and a lot of times you won't even recognize where they come from because we got to a point like you said we thought it was a part of our manhood we thought it was a part of growing up everybody from our uncles to our cousins to our fathers understood what we was doing you know even if we didn't have to talk to them personally about it you you knew like it was kind of just a thing like oh man like you know, he doing this thing man don't worry about it he right, getting exposed right, to right. laughing about the yeah. socks laughing about the exactly room. exactly and, and 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 it's crazy to me how we normalize something that's not normal to us it's not at normal. all it's not normal. at normal and, and when you talk about what it does it's not help for your images for you know sex think about it Every single time you see these, nine times out of ten, this sex is so brutal and rough. Like, there is no... In, in real life, women don't want to be continuously rammed by the biggest penis for hours and hours on end. Most women 
that's not pleasurable to them. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. like women like to be caressed. Women like to be held. Women like to be kissed and touched and, and emotionally and mentally stimulated just as much, if not more, than they want to be physically stimulated. And going hard the entire time is not how women get off. And, and, and as you mature as a man, it's like we start to realize that slowly but surely as we start to do that. But I, I know going through high school and even in college, everybody, I'm about to, to exactly. And think about the that term the, we're that, using. Even like the term. Yes, Smash, bro. Smash, beat. Beat. I'm, I'm trying to down, you F know the mess out of her. You know what I'm saying? Yes. The term, it's, Bust it's her cool. wide open. Yeah, bro. All of these terms just have such a. Such a vile, it's violent, a, a visceral, yeah, bro, yeah, and it's then violent. And I'm gonna make a statement, man, and, and, and we can talk about this, bro. But I, I kind of feel like a lot of the male dominance, male superiority complex that we have, a lot of that physical altercations that men get into with women where they're abusing them, I think porn plays a big hand in that because. When you start watching porn, all you see is women doing what the man tells them to do, them getting choked and slapped around, the man being a creep and getting rewarded for it. Like, yes. I remember, bro, I remember yes. this, man. I remember being in, in, in middle school and high school and thinking about, oh, man, I wonder if this teacher would sleep with me. You know what I'm saying? If she's right. a cute teacher, bro. You yeah. up in here coming up with scenarios These in your head. And it's like, where did I, I thought about that the other day. Where did that even come from? Where like, did that come from? That's not something natural. Like, I'm not trying to sneak around and have... No, that's because when I'm watching, you know, pornography, I see the, the, the nerdy kid in school who has to stay after class, and next thing you know, exactly. his, his teacher is having sex with him. And, and we think that that is what makes us that dude, makes us that man. Nah, but that, that's really where I want to come from. And I think that that really plays a part in why we disrespect women. And it's so natural to us that we really do not see the ways even our, our nat what we think is our natural language isn't even, you know, acceptable. It's isn't unnatural. even right. Like how, the how way that, you, the way that porn makes you, the way that porn makes you sexualize women. And yep. I just know, like, even when you watch a porn, it's like looking at their bodies, imagining what they look like, imagining what you do to them, looking at their lips, Right, and imagine it, what what your penis looks like inside of them. Like the the, the most visceral ways that pornography makes you sexualize, sexualize women. When you think about it, man, is 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 sick. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's kind of, it's disgusting. It's degrading. You know what I'm saying? But it became a natural thing. Um, and and like you said something earlier, man. Like all of these things will find you somewhere later in life and man that is the biggest reason why i have i've really just been on a fight um to let it go to not desire it's been some weeks um i've been fighting and i feel strong because i'm like man i do not want this thing to keep me i don't want this to come back in yeah. my marriage exactly you know what i'm man. saying i don't want this to come back in. i don't want to be not sleeping with my life because wife because we mad and then i'm i'm i'm, I'm going you to going resorted to with that. exactly <laughs> you know what i'm saying and then even the hyper all of my sexual sins or addictions or immoralities right i'm in i'm, I'm in a space where i want to rid myself or cleanse myself of them right because i, I want to make sure that when i get in a relationship 
Like when I find that woman that I'm supposed to be with, right, that I'm cleansed of those things, that I'm not sexualizing her, right, that I'm not trying to recreate fantasies on her, that I'm not, you know what I'm saying, that I'm not unable to focus on her because I'm sexualizing women all day because mm. I've been watching porn and all these different things. And, or I don't want erectile dysfunction. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't want to be using all of my good sperm and then not be able, yeah. you know what I'm saying? To get my, right. Not be able to use it when I need it. Like all of these like effects that really, that people really, really deal with. I don't want to deal with, you know what I'm saying? And even though I'm 20 and I feel like I'm probably in one of the horniest places in my life. I'm like, no, we're going to figure this stuff out now. Yep. Cause I mean, I talk to a lot of men and like, man, it don't get no easier. It doesn't. That's where we have a big misconception, bro, is we think that as we get older, we gain better control over ourselves. We gain better control over our sexual desires. Bro, if you do not master yourself now, if you do not get to a point to where you become the master of your tendencies and your, your addictions and your, your vices, they will control you even more as you get older because life gets harder. Situations get more difficult. More stress, you need more, more stress, bro. You're, you're going to resort to those things if you don't start preparing and developing yourself as a man, as a person for healthier outs than that. You have to learn how to 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 translate that energy It's something I know. Prince Donnell talked about me. You yes. talked about it. Sexual transmutation, which is the concept that all that sexual energy that's running in your body right now as a man at, at 22 years old. 23 years old, 19, 18, 16, all that sexual energy that's flowing through you right now and, and all you can think about is, is, is what you can do to women or releasing that. Instead of giving into that and, and spending all that good energy on a nut, take that and you immediately apply it to something more productive to your life. Transmutate that energy and say, you know what? I just got horny. I'm going to work out right now. Or I'm going to pick up this book. I'm going to learn this course. I'm going to practice this, this instrument. I'm going to mm -hmm. go, you know, call my girl. Whatever you're going to do, whatever is that healthy vice for you, take that energy, apply it to something that is productive for your life, and watch how you turn something that was potentially going to be something treacherous for you into something that's going to be really powerful and a motivator for you because it's some of the most powerful energy man and i've gotten to the place where i am disciplined enough to deny myself right um i've gotten to the place where not even i'm denying myself i'm in a place where like i don't even when the thought comes up in my head i'm like i don't want that yeah. I'm like, I don't want that anymore. Yeah. I haven't gotten to the place where I've begun to convert that energy or transform that energy, right? It might take me a while. I might just be sitting in my bed frustrated, you know what I'm saying? Trying to like, yeah. oh, get it out of my head or I go to sleep or I try to distract myself. Um, but I haven't got to the point where I began to transmute or transform that energy into like productivity. Um, but I think that there have been times I haven't been I haven't got to the point where it's a habit for me to transform that energy. I have had moments where I have um, working out definitely helps. I have had moments where I've been able to pray and, and refocus my energy on something else. And I was able to give that same energy to a book or that same energy to plan an event or that same energy to write in the verse. Right? Or I end up journaling about it. You know, because sometimes, mm. I, I, and I think one of the things that we have to do, and a lot of what we don't realize is, man, a lot of the reason why we watch a porn and do all this thing is because we do desire, right, to be touched. We do desire. We have desires. Mm. And we find ourselves lonely when those desires aren't hidden. And yeah. I find that sometimes when I when I want to watch porn the most is when I'm the loneliest, right, or Bro. when I'm the weakest. You know man. what I'm saying? And that's when I'm trying to substitute 
right? What would naturally be like the company of others yeah. or the intimacy of others and the intimacy of women with pornography. Uh, but sometimes, and so when I started recognizing that, I was like, okay, I'm not doing good at fighting this pornography. But if I can figure out how to fight the loneliness, hmm. if I can figure out what the root hmm. of this desire is, um, then maybe, uh, just maybe, I can begin to fight the fight before it becomes too strong for me to fight. Dude, what you just hit on is something that we fail at in life so much is we always try to treat the symptoms without treating the actual cause of the, the issue in the first place. What really opened up that wound and allows it to keep coming back? You know, it, it's 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 like having a scar on your body. You get cut and you just keep putting a Band-Aid over it like you're not going to be able to let that heal. It has to breathe. It has to be exposed. It has to be called out into the open. It's going to, yeah, it's going to take some time where you put that bandaid over it because it needs to be covered up, but it's, it has to have its time to breathe. It has to have its time to be addressed. And a lot of times in life in general, we're trying to fight battles against the symptoms that we're facing instead of trying to fight the battle against the, the thing that actually caused the wound, the, the, the wound, what, what actually opened us up and made us vulnerable in the first place. That loneliness is something real, man. It, something it, real. You think about the times when we were watching pornography for the most, and I promise you almost every single dude can, can, you know, uh, agree with this during that time period when you was about 13 to 16, before you had a car, before you had freedom and it was summertime and, yeah, and do. you had nothing to do, nobody to talk to, nobody to talk to. And, and it was a boring day, bro. That was when you were going doing it two, three, four times a day. Times a day. <laughs> and, and that's crazy when you when you think Facts. about it. But but to us, that's not even nothing crazy. Like I think about it, be like, shoot, three times a day. What's the most? Right. What's the most? How many times a day? What's the most? Man, bro, you ever got one? I out of time. definitely had a day where I did it five times, bro. Woo! Definitely had a day. Your shit was on shrimp, bro. It was hurting. <laughs> it was hurting. And it was one of those things where I did it, and and this is crazy because I remember like why I did it. I was extremely bored anyway, and I had been doing it two or three times a day. But I was like, I want to see how many times I can do it. Let's see. <laughs> and once I got to that fifth one, like once I got past the third one, it started to just become nothing and just painful. I was like, nothing. bro. Yeah, this is boring. But what I started to realize it started to become to me was a pastime when I felt lonely, when I felt down, when I felt bored. I was like, you know what? I can use this and pass off about 30 minutes to an hour. And then that high is going to carry me another hour that that'll knock out two hours of the day. We don't recognize that when you nut, you're literally giving yourself a high. Exactly. It's all a dopamine. Yeah. That's an orgasm. So so you're sitting here and we people say, oh, maybe I'm not addicted to porn, man. Let me tell you. Nah, bro, you're addicted. If, if you have a choice between going to class on time, between going to work on time, going mm-hmm. to church or, 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 or doing your flick. assignment, doing all, going to sleep, all these other things you can do that you know you need to do. Let, let's keep this in mind. Things that you know you need to do. Okay? And, and, and you choose... To put yourself in a tougher situation where you more pressed for time or you didn't turn something in on time or you're a little late or, or you're a little behind so that you could watch porn and get your nut off, bro, you're addicted. addicted. I'm just letting you know that right now. That's a fact. Just, and that's not just with porn. That can be with anything. That can be with marijuana. That can be with harder drugs, liquor. If you need it enough, if you use it enough to the point you're to where- You're making time for it. You're making time for it. Not, not sure oh, you're well. you locking doors and, bro, and all of these different do, things. You got to hide it. Come on, man. 
you know it's not something you need to be doing. Dude, I used to make sure that the alarm was on in my house so that and if somebody the door. came in, you would know. Yes, bro. Man, I should make sure that the alarm. It was, was tactics, on. bro. I I had a system so perfectly set up. I knew the volume that I could put my phone on. So that I could hear it loud enough, but outside the bathroom door, if I turned on the fan, nobody could hear it. The fan, the fan, the fan. <laughs> I'm telling you, man. Like, think about it. We were really out here making master plans so that we could really just tear ourselves down for the future. Like, And this is something that we're dealing with today. Like, I'm not a master over that yet. Nowhere near it. You know, I'm trying to, to get to the master, but I think you helped me by calling out the fact that we need to get to the root cause of what our wounds are in the first place. When did, when did you begin to realize that it was an issue? Oh, dude. Had to be, I would say maybe junior year of college. I would say maybe junior year of college. And the reason why I say that, because once I got to college, that's when I started to really have like more interactions with women on a sexual level. So you level. didn't need it, right? So I did, yeah. So I didn't need it as much, but but I found myself still doing it. That's the thing. Like I'm having plenty of sex. I'm enjoying sex, but I'll still go and do it. And usually, if common sense would be like, bro, if I'm having sex with women, that feel way better. Like I'm not worried about porn. What I'm doing that for? That's for lonely days. No, I would do it even if I knew somebody was about to come through. Mm. You know, I would do it even after, you know, when she leave, you know, and, and it was something where it's like, man, you're doing this out of habit now. This mm -hmm. is such a part of your daily routine that you damn near don't feel normal if you don't get yourself off. That's just unexplainable to me. And that's when I started to realize, like, oh, OK, this may be an issue. I remember, I remember leaving my homeboys. We all kicking it. I'm going to be back, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Just so I could go do that because I got the urge. And I felt better around my boys kicking it with them, having a good time with my partners. That, that had more value to me. But I could not go back to them and kick it with them unless I got that nut off. What about Man, you? I'm trying to, and I, I'm, I'm sitting here trying to think, bro, because when I got to college and I started kind of being sexually active and more... I, it was always a trade-off for me. I was either having sex or mm -hmm. I was watching pornography. Um, I think when I really, really realized it was an issue, it's really been in this last year and a half when mm -hmm. I've been abstinent. Yeah. And I haven't, it's been the longest stint since I've been sexually active that I've had sex. Yeah. Um, and well, really in that year and a half, I've begun to realize my toxic relationships with a lot of things. My toxic relationships with sex, my toxic relationships with with women, my toxic relationships, with relationships and attachment. Um, and that's when I really started to hunker down on what I was dealing with sexually. And I realized that pornography was like at the the crux of that. Mm -hmm. um, until then, once I wasn't having sex, um, and it had been so long, then I realized how invested I began to become yeah. into um, pornography and the different things that I was watching. And then I started realizing, well, why do I like this? Why am I always watching something like this? What is this doing for me? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why do I like this specific type? And then Ooh. I started realizing that I was substituting. Um, that's when I really realized that I was substituting porn woman for pornography. And then yeah. I was like, okay, this is an issue. Um, and then I just started to become more aware. And I started to hear more conversations about why porn was really an issue. 
Um, and so once I started to realize that it was really an issue, I was just like, I was trying to fight it, but it, it was getting to a point where, man, it was like I couldn't, or I was just making the choice to not. I'm sitting there like, God, you knowingly like, know you don't no, need to do it. And you're like, no, I don't want to do it. And, I'm but I'm, the whole time I'm going to get to, oh, you know what I'm saying? The whole time. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? The whole time. So, who? Did you ever think about what that means? Like, these categories, bro. It's it's really interesting. I find myself These categories. I I was very, I'm very like attracted to in these porn videos. Videos were like things that morally shouldn't be okay were happening, like stepmoms and, and their Ooh, sons, yes. yeah. or, or <laughs> stepsisters and their stepbrothers, or teachers and their students. Any level of like, you know promiscuity that that was going on from a level that would not normally be morally acceptable so for some reason would turn me on more would be what I was attracted to and to me it's like what does that mean for me internally what what am I seeking and and it's funny because when you when you think about it you'll find yourself walking the streets like you said thinking about how this girl looks if she was naked thinking about this thinking about that and i sit there and it's like bro no wonder women sit here and say how uncomfortable they feel with men because think about it me and you are sitting here and we're conscious of the fact of how this affects us some and, cats and, just and we at least are enough aware of like okay well i'm not going to approach a girl like this even if we know that's our intention we wouldn't even approach her like that just because we know okay that's not the way we want to come off but a lot of cats that's not, they're not aware. They're not exposed to it. That's not a part of their conversation. So when they sit there and they cat call a girl or they sit there and they grope a girl and they do all these different things that they didn't seen. I'm not excusing it, but things that they didn't seen and, and I found is normal through porn. It's like, what do we expect? What do we expect, man? Man, it, it, and bro, I've, that, that rabbit hole was one that I that I went on, and I'm sitting there like, man, why do I like these specific things? And I recognized it might not be the worst reason that I'm watching pornography with with older women, right? Or with milf, it's it's, it's 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 almost natural for young men to be attracted to older, mature women, yes. right? You know what I'm saying? Or or the ideas of seeing like um, these. Yes, you know what I'm saying. So some of the some of the categories might not be the word because I don't, I, mean, I don't do like crazy categories. You know what yeah. I'm saying. I don't do like crazy categories. Yeah, but there be some wild you, stuff on there. <laughs> but I don't just I don't do the wild wild stuff. But what I actually started to realize is, man, that a lot of the things that I felt like I was missing out of sexual experiences, I was finding in pornography. Right? You know what I'm saying? Because. I felt like in a lot of my sexual experiences, I was doing all the work, but I was watching pornography where the woman was doing all of the work. Hmm. You know what I'm Bro, saying? Bro, that's where she true. was. Where she was, you know what I'm saying? Where she was pleasing him. Where she was, you know what I'm saying? Yes, talking bro. To him, where she was um, um, doing all um, the make, work. Yes, yes, and it's not yes. realistic, bro. It's not realistic. It doesn't mirror reality. Like no normal girl can can do what porn stars do like they literally train their bodies to do this porn stars male and and female take supplements and, and and go through a lot of physical battles doing what they do and i think the lesson that we need to take out of this as men and women um and i'm gonna speak to the men but but the way this applies to the women as well is look porn is not reality 
Porn is 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 no good substitute. Porn is not going to relieve your stress. It's only going to cause a deeper chasm inside of your body, inside of your heart and your soul and drive you further away from what real intimacy, what real love, real sexual experiences, real growth and, and connection feels like. And that's what we need to take out of this and, and really say, hey, this porn has affected a lot of us, especially as young men who have been exposed to it so early and how we deal with women on an everyday basis. And we need to become more conscious and aware of that today. Yes, man. And I'm, I, I just I really have taken it personally, but I'm like, man, I'm not going to allow my sons right or my cousins yeah. to be doing this. And, I'm, and, and, and for me not to talk to them. Exactly. At least I make remember, them aware. And mean not to talk. And mean not to give them the real. Because I'm like, why exactly. did nobody give me the real about how this would affect me? Yep. Right. Even, even not just putting my feet, but even like sex and casuals. Why didn't nobody tell me that this yep. would affect more than just my body? That this would affect my mind and my spirit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Why did nobody give me the real about why these things would affect me? Um. And so I think I've seen a lot of conversation about pornography, and I follow a few apps. I follow a few pages on. On, on, on Instagram and I'll be posting them on my Instagram story every now and then and sometimes I don't because I'm still a little shame um, and there's still a little shame around it but I, I, I try to post the, the most encouraging of things um, just because I feel like there are so many of us out there that are dealing with it um, and man when I be posting you won't imagine the amount of people the amount of cats that'll Hit slide up or DM me like man that's so real bro I've been dealing with this for, you know what I'm saying almost yep. like dang bro I'm glad you said something yep. you know what I'm saying because I recognize it was it was bothering me too man so if anybody out there I encourage you to uh, follow uh, it's a it's a it's a, um, it's a page called um, Block um, block the app, block the app. So it's it's block b b l o c k uh, d e a p p. Block the app, mm -hmm. uh, man. It's a few other pages out there, man, that are always giving encouraging words and giving me information about ways to curb those lusts. Or you know what I'm saying? And I feel like it's it's less about saying no and more about heart change. Yes, you know what I'm saying because Intention if your heart, if your heart still wants it, you gonna find exactly. a way to trick your mind and trick exactly. your body to do it and justify but, it. But once you have that heart change, even when your body is calling for it, your heart is gonna be strong enough to be like, no man, that's not what I need. That's not what I want. That's it right there, man. It's our job to be those leaders, and, and that's why we're having this conversation. And I, I appreciate us for coming on today and talking about this, man. Like I said, this is Millennials with the Mindset, the podcast where we tell you what you need to hear. And not what you want to hear. So change your mind. Change your life. We out.